everyone. Good evening and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News. This is going to be pretty low tech. I'm coming to you from the hotel room. I just got here a few moments ago. It was my hope that I was going to be able to stream this to you guys. Um, but unfortunately, the internet and the Wi-Fi is just not good enough here in the hotel room. What I'm going to be doing is taking you through my impressions of the pit, kind of do a post-mortem on it. I will talk to you about some of the tools that uh, we were given there. Some of them were live-streamed. Some of the information was not live-streamed. I'm also going to explain why a portion of it wasn't live-streamed, and I'm hoping that once I do that, any of you out there who are frustrated uh, will understand why they did it the way they did. Now, just before we get into it, I have to say that this video is sponsored by supportthesecond.com. You can go to the link in the description below and get your own free Second Amendment commemorative coin, obviously, right now, with everything the deep state is trying to do to destroy our right to carry and bear arms. It's more important than ever that we support our Second Amendment. We've had a string of mass shootings all set up by the deep state. We had this garbage that happened at the FBI after the raid on President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, in my opinion, also set up by the deep state. A lot of different ways they are working to try to make sure that we're not going to be able to carry guns in the future or to protect ourselves from the overreach of government. Because, mark my words, that is the true reason why they want to take our guns away. So you can get your own free commemorative Second Amendment coin by going to supportthesecond.com. It's in the description below. Thank you very much for listening, and thank you to them for supporting the show. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, apparently, at one point, there was 125,000 people who were watching the pit from home on RSBN, and that's incredible. Obviously, there was uh, just a massive amount of interest in what was happening there. And I think that where perhaps it went wrong uh, is not with the organizers of the pit, not with Greg and Catherine, but more than anything else, it's about the expectations that people build up in their own minds when they hear people make statements or they see people talk about certain subjects. So what was it that Greg said? Well, leading up to the pit, and uh, on my show, on Patel's show, on virtually every show that he was on, he said that Catherine and him and True the Vote had discovered something that, in their opinion, remember who is saying this and it's their opinion, uh, was 10 times worse than the information they found that went into 2,000 Mules. What happened in 2,000 Mules? Let's dissect that first. So, first of all, you had people that were running ballots, okay? They ran a significant number of ballots that allowed for the election to be stolen in certain places. That's pretty big to me. For some people, that's not exactly a huge thing, because you already knew that was happening. I think that, by and large, you know, I'm preaching to the choir. I am speaking to people who already know that our government has been completely overrun by a global criminal cabal. Uh, but you need to remember that there are many people out there who may love Donald Trump, who may be conservative, who may believe that there are problems in the U.S. government, but they stop short of understanding just how corrupt everything is and uh, how much illegal activity is going on. So we're not always preaching to the choir. Hopefully, there are people out there who come across my show uh, and who don't know anything about this stuff. 
and they watch it and they say, wow, you know, that guy, Zach, you know, he's speaking with some authority. Seems like he knows what he's talking about. Uh, he's not out there saying things that are totally nuts. And maybe I should give him a listen. Maybe we should see what he's saying. That's what I try to do here. I don't want to build people up with unrealistic expectations. And I tell you often to temper those expectations that you build up in your own mind. So what could possibly be 10 times worse than domestic individuals paying drug addicts or homeless people or just average everyday degenerate Democrats to stuff a bundle of 20 ballots into a Dropbox when there's a camera watching and when they know that it's illegal? Well, uh, we were told that it was uh, potentially involving uh, outside influence from foreign nations. And that was a part of what we were told in that segment where the pit had been shut off and it was then private. Now, before I get into that, because I want you to stick around for everything, I want to take you through my notes and we're going to discuss some of the other pieces that Greg and Catherine showed us. All right, so there were a number of speakers and let me just change my view here for you guys, we're going to go to the main RPN view right here. Now, uh, this foxhole chat is old. It's from another one, but I just don't have time. I am exhausted, guys, but I knew that I had to bring you guys uh, some of this information. So the most important portion of the early part of the day uh, was uh, a number of different tools that Greg and Catherine uh, rolled out to us that are not just going to be used by people like me, independent journalists, podcasters, but are tools that can be used by every single one of you out there. And I think that ultimately, the goal of the PIP was to continue to spur people into action. How many times have I said to you that we are the plan that will save America? We are the thing that is going to save ourselves. I am not waiting for anybody else to come swooping in, military, government, or otherwise, and save us from the deep state and save us from these people that have taken over our nation. We have to be part of the solution and part of the actual machinations of government, and we are seeing that happen right now. Never in my life did I believe that we would have so many incredible patriots running for office. True MAGA, America First Patriots, people who are going to uh, represent the best interests of the people. That's what we have right now. And come November and the uh, midterm elections, I think things are going to change. I see people saying, you know, oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, they have infiltrated the election system and uh, they're going to cheat and they're just going to take the election from us. Let's take a step back and look at what happened in, in these midterm primaries. It's been quite obvious uh, that the deep state at large did do a couple of different things to attempt to steal these elections and the nomination off to traditional rhino establishment candidates. They have been unsuccessful in virtually every single instance. Donald Trump has uh, endorsed somebody. That person wins the primary with overwhelming support. And in a case like Carrie Lake, she won every single county in the state of Arizona. Carrie Lake, not a politician, okay? She cares about Arizona. She cares about the people of that state. And she cares about cleaning up the corruption and, and draining the swamp in the same way that Donald Trump did, the same way that we do, okay? 
despite their best efforts, they were unable to steal the nomination and give it to these rhino candidates. The same thing is going to happen come November. Are they going to attempt to steal the elections? Absolutely. But that's where the important aspect of you working in the polls, being a part of the election process, that's where that comes into play. Uh, That's where the importance of you being uh, somebody who who is involved in this process and ensuring that there aren't stacks and stacks of ballots that just get wheeled in after the uh, count has officially ended. We have to be there to hold them accountable. None of us are going to get kicked out for being less than six feet apart. None of us are going to get kicked out for not wearing a mask. The COVID charade is over. People understand a lot of the different dirty tricks that the deep state is trying to use to steal the elections, and we simply are not going to allow it to happen. We're also going to have legal challenges ready to ensure that in a court of law, we are going to be able to be upheld. We're not going to let them cheat, okay? So you have to get past the idea that it's a problem that's too big and we're not going to be able to solve it because we've already proven that we can. All right. So that's a good reason to vote. That's a good reason to ensure that you're part of the actual process and that you're there on election day. And let me find my vape because I need to vape. Okay. Um, honey, do you see my juice? There it is. Okay. All right. So now going back to the tools that Greg and Catherine rolled out to us. Uh, After 2000 Mules came out, uh, I see chatter on Truth Social, people demanding that they be given all of the information, uh, people demanding that everything be handed over so they can go through it. Okay, well, you asked for it, and it is now coming in the form of Open.Inc. This is the website that's on my screen right here. Open.Inc. is a free open source uh, resource for all of the information that went into the creation of 2000 Mules and more because the stuff you saw on screen was just a small portion of it. You want to watch all of the Dropbox footage? Well, you will be able to go to open.inc to do that. Uh, You want to look at all of the um, uh, open records requests, the FOIAs that they filed to get data? Uh, You're going to be able to do that. You want to look at probably the voter roll information that they have. You're going to be able to do that. One thing I want people to remember is that it's not as easy as just dumping all of this stuff on the internet. Let's be really honest. The average American citizen has about a six-second attention span. That's by design. They have done that to us on purpose because they don't want you to be able to pay attention to anything long-term or dive into it. Now, That's not saying that we don't have uh, tens of thousands, perhaps millions of deep analytical diggers that are in this movement, people who can solve it and people who can get it. But there is something to be said for rolling this information out to the general public in an organized fashion. That's exactly what's happened. Uh, I've seen people complaining about Greg and Catherine, uh, you know, raising money, uh, hyping up the the pit itself, hyping up the, the fact that they have this data and then not delivering on it. Well, this entire time, guess what? They were developing these open sourced research tools so that people would be able to go through it in a dedicated fashion. You find something on open.inc and you can link directly to it share it on Truth Social, uh, put it into your own research groups, and people are going to be able to find it easily, okay? They're not going to have to dig through tens of millions of random uh, (laughs) documents that are not put into an organized fashion. When you go to open.inc, that is the URL. That's where you're going to be getting this information. You will first have to uh, input your information, your email, and your name, and you have to ask for access, 
And then once you are given access by True the Vote, it took me less than 24 hours to get that, then you'll be able to go here. Now, are all of the documents here yet? No, but they are in the process of being uploaded. And again, this is where you're going to be able to see all of the Dropbox footage. If you perform your own open records request in your county, as I uh, am going to suggest that all of us do, because I'm trusting that every single one of you is going to be an active participant in this grand research project that we're involved in right now to save America and prove the deep state and their crimes, you can go to open.inc and you can upload those documents yourself so that they can then be shared and put into this large research pool. Uh, you can ask for help to find something specific. They also are going to have a membership section, uh, which is going to give you access to perhaps greater tools, uh, a, a different levels of, uh, of analytical process. I'm not certain because it hasn't actually rolled out yet. I'm going to get that access myself so that I can share the information that I find here with you. Okay, so because everything isn't online yet, we're going to stop right there. Uh, the next tool that I was most excited about is called Botapedia. Botapedia is an artificial intelligence uh, open source and decentralized version of Wikipedia. I don't know if it's offline because so many people have tried to access it after it was rolled out there at the pit, or uh, if what I saw was a private beta version of it because it hasn't been rolled out to the public yet. Uh, all of these people who, who came and spoke at the pit, I'm in the process of reaching out to them directly. There were so many people there. And I want to say thank you to everybody who uh, I met, uh, All, and I'm sorry for all the people that I wasn't able to. Uh, there were hundreds of people, and, you know, most people are not using their avatar. Uh, you know, I've been public for a long time, so a couple of people knew who I was. But there were many people that I just didn't even get a chance to meet. But Botapedia, what it does is it creates a wiki entry for anything. Okay, so let's use a couple of examples here. Words, okay? Uh, numbers. Uh, you can use this uh, to put in a strange word. It creates an article entry for it, uh, and it will tell you, like, the etymology, you know, where the uh, origin of that is, uh, how it's used, you know, the, all of the basic stuff that you would expect for, like, an encyclopedia entry. It will also do the exact same thing for people. I was having a conversation on my way home from the airport, and we were talking about the necessity to create a, a series of dossiers on people that we have been tracking and that we are hoping to expose as criminal masterminds behind uh, the deep state itself. So you could take someone like uh, uh, Klaus Schwab. You input Klaus Schwab's name into the Botapedia engine, and it will use the natural language, uh, machine learning, and uh, artificial intelligence to go out and seek out all of the information that would be relevant to Klaus Schwab. It would then connect him to, of course, the World Economic Forum. And then through that World Economic Forum link, you would be able to link to the programs that the World Economic Forum has, like, say, they have that uh, Young Leaders program, which would then link you to all of the people who have participated in that. You click on one of those people, uh, and uh, I, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody. Oh, oh, Justin Trudeau. And then once you get to Justin Trudeau, 
It'll tell you all about him, uh, what he's done in his life, the places he's worked. It would also end up linking to specific articles that he has uh, been in that have covered him. Nothing is off the table. And it really expands upon our ability to catalog and categorize people so that we can dig down, dive deep on who they are. So you can share the Botopedia article link and it will give you all of the information about people. And you will have the ability to help create these connections. So I, I'm, I'm very, very excited about this because I think that this is going to just expand people's ability to do research easily in a way that we don't have right now because we know that they are suppressing things in search engines. DuckDuckGo is shit now. Google has been bad for a very long time. Botopedia, in my opinion, is the future of uh, this crowdsourced research that we're doing. Very, very excited about that. Also, we have a new website from True the Vote called protectamerica.vote. Uh, this allows you to hold your government accountable and to keep tabs on what's happening in your local precincts. This is also going to be information that is sourced from people out there in the world, and it will allow you to gather up any illegal or perhaps suspect activity and deliver it directly to your local county sheriff. You can give them a dossier on election-related activity, things that should not be happening, and hand them this evidence on a silver platter. And this is another way for you to have a very serious, direct level of engagement to ensure that America is saved and that our elections are protected. Very, very excited about this as well. Sheriff Mark Lamb was there. He spoke. Uh, I got to shake his hand. He was a really great guy. More than just the ability to report things, it's also going to give you guys a list of action items. And I have a list of action items that I took in here. I will go over that in a separate video. But just some very simple things that you can do to ensure that the elections are running in a free, fair, and legal manner in your own area. But these are the action plans that True the Vote has through the use of protectamerica.vote. Connect the citizens of our counties with their sheriffs because we are pissed off. We want to make sure that our elections are being run in a proper manner. Then it's going to empower the sheriffs to use the totality of these resources and the reporting tools that have been created so that you can provide specific information on election law violations and hold those sheriffs accountable to hold those people accountable that are committing those election law violations. It creates an open line of communication between voters, citizens, and the sheriffs so that they can get reporting on things that are happening all over the country. Uh, this is very similar to my friend Johnny V's um, Votify Now application, which you can also download on your phone. This is another way that I believe these two uh, different tools are going to be connected, and it allows you to report them in a number of different ways. And uh, I think that if we are all using these tools, it's going to go a lot farther to ensure that we know immediately, boots on the ground, what is happening in each and every precinct all across the United States of America. Uh, another action item is promote public service messages. They say that starting this month, they're going to begin an informational campaign to educate voters state by state through a number of different mediums, including television, online, and radio. I think them coming on shows like myself and like many others, that is an absolute part of it. 
And here you can, of course, contribute to their resources to ensure that these uh, operations continue to, uh, to keep moving along. Obviously, everything costs money. Nobody has enough money, and you are perfectly uh, within your rights to support the things that you want to support. I think that uh, when you guys uh, see all of this that's been done, all of the uh, time and effort that they've put into it, you may want to support them, and perhaps it helps you to understand why the information just wasn't dumped out there on the internet uh, so that it could get covered up by the news cycle. Uh, and then uh, another uh, resource group uh, is Verity Vote. They came and spoke with us. Uh, they were digging into Eric and the connections with Mark Zuckerberg and the uh, Dropboxes. This is a, a great website. I'm going to link to it down below. Uh, they're also creating fusion centers. Are you aware of what a fusion center is in terms of the United States government? It is a special office where representatives of like the FBI, CIA, NSA, you name a, a law enforcement organization or an IC organization, they go into this one building, they share information back and forth, and oftentimes in terms of the United States deep state cabal-controlled cabal government, they use it to entrap people and to get cases on people like, say, Greg and Catherine. Uh, but in terms of our fusion centers, it's going to allow us to create maps of information uh, so that we can all share in the uh, uh, the data with each other and, of course, with law enforcement. And it's going to empower yourself in, in a localized sense uh, to ensure, once again, that we're holding these people accountable. Now, let me go here to some of my notes. And uh, I am going to touch on, oh, the ripcord. The ripcord itself. Uh, these are, this is, this is going to be on that open.ink. The ripcord is essentially just the release of all of this information. Many terabytes of data. Uh, they have so much information that they needed to have a organized way to put it out there. Uh, this was a, a checklist that they gave us. Uh, first of all, uh, make sure that your equipment in your precinct is, uh, is qualified, uh, that it's been certified. You want to make sure that your election policies and procedures are compliant with both both state and federal laws. Uh, you want to check the certified accuracy tests on the machines. If they don't have them, then they are illegal. Uh, are they using actual ballots that meet the state and federal requirements as well as HAVA? Uh, number four, you want to check the qualified FISMA mandated risk assessment. This is a little bit technical. I'm going to do a, 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 a larger, longer form video on that. Uh, and then ensuring that policies, procedures, logs, and control docs are all being followed. Uh, this also, the entirety of that list, I will go into more detail on something else. But these ground fusion centers, I'm very, very excited about. Uh, so also, Greg mentioned uh, a method that he uses uh, to operate uh, and target as well as build intelligence and then roll out a plan. He, he has the process called F3 EAD. Uh, F3 is find, fix, and finish. So you want to identify a problem. You want to focus on what can be done to fix it. And then finish, of course, you want to wrap that up and finish that process. Uh, you also want to uh, exploit, that's the E. So how do you best go about exploiting, you know, the information that you have, the talents that you have. Uh, so, you know, I mean, uh, creating action items for yourself and your group. 
uh, analyze. Of course, you want to uh, look into the issue itself, analyze what best you can do to address it, and then disseminate is D, and that, of course, is report on it once it's all done. Okay, let me see here. Um, I'll... Yeah, you know, I'll talk. I'll talk about the FBI raid again, I guess, and um, the the person who was apparently on Truth Social. I talked about this in the video the other day. Um, one thing that was asked of us: if you're on Truth Social and you see somebody um, saying, you know, that they're going to commit violence or something like that, uh, just so that we can protect Truth Social as a platform. If you are following that person, unfollow them and then go to their account and report their account. And then someone at Truth Social will look into that immediately. And then we can make sure that they are not uh, damaging the platform or our ability to use it. Dr. Peter McCullough spoke. He was great. He's got a new book out uh, and he's going to be coming back on the show. Uh, And then uh, at the very end, before they turned off the cameras... Uh, We had a gentleman who is an American citizen now, but he was born in New Zealand. And we went through a list of all of these social justice and racial justice organizations that are active here in America right now that are all connected to the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, some of them you will recognize, uh, others you may not recognize at all. But these are organizations that we need to dig on very closely and we need to keep an eye on exactly what they're doing. I'm just going to go through this list, and then in another video, we'll talk about it in detail. Uh, Liberation Road, the New Virginia Majority, Seed the Vote, the New, Vir- the New Georgia Project, APALA, A-P-A-L-A, uh, Pennsylvania Stands Up, the Carolina Federation, Left Roots, the Asian Americans Racial Justice Toolkit, Detroit Action, which I'm familiar with because of Michigan, uh, Black Futures Lab, the Communist Party USA, Living United for Change in Arizona, which is uh, LUCA for short, uh, Chinese Progressive Association, and Asians for Black Lives. Each and every one of these organizations or organizations that overlap with the organizations uh, that were found to be operating uh, in 2000 Mules, running these ballot trafficking uh, operations. So these organizations right here, Maybe some of those organizations from 2000 Mules. Either way, they're connected to the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, They're also connected to ACORN, which was the organization that Obama was involved with that got shut down uh, because of of their illegal uh, voter registration and uh, election meddling policies. Uh, Let's see, what else? Okay, so... Uh, there's also direct connections to Wuhan University. Uh, it's crazy how the election stuff overlaps with COVID-19 and what they did. At the end of the day, it's China, okay? And this is where we get to the information that Greg suggested uh, dealt with a foreign influence in our election that was 10 times bigger than 2,000 mules. So if I told you that China was involved in trying to steer the course of the United States and the direction of our elections, chances are you're not surprised to hear that. I'm not surprised to hear that. But what about the average everyday American? If they think that, you know, America is a little corrupt, if they think that, uh, you know, we have some problems here, but is China controlling the elections? Oh, no, absolutely not. Well, they are, they are. there is a good chance that that's exactly what they are doing. So... When they turn the cameras off, 
The reason they turned them off is because the information they were giving us was very, very sensitive. Sensitive in that, of course, it affects America in a very deep and profound way. Sensitive because if it's not presented correctly, uh, it will not have the same impact. Sensitive because if not presented correctly, it could open people up to charges of defamation. Uh, Sensitive also because as a result of bringing this to the federal government, to the FBI, Greg and Catherine put themselves in the crosshairs of what I believe are people within the federal government that are controlled by China. So they discovered something uh, which was pretty distressing. So when they were looking into uh, certain websites, they were investigating websites that and, and voting software uh, companies that uh, provide this software to various counties throughout the United States, uh, they discovered that at least one of these companies has server space which resides in China. That company is Connec. Um, Connec is run by a man named Eugene Yu. Eugene Yu has some interesting connections surrounding him. Now, essentially, there is a tool out there where you can input the name of a website and it will tell you where the physical space of that website, where it resides. So if I have uh, my website, redpill78news.com, you could type this in to this tool. Uh, It would tell you, you know, redpill78news.com is on server space located in uh, Arizona. And these are the websites that are connected to it. These are the IP addresses that are connected to it. These are all of the other websites that are basically in uh, a map uh, that are all somehow interrelated. So Connex website, I I don't want to go into all of it, okay? Yeah, yeah. And I just, I want to get enough of it out so that you guys understand why uh, they turn the cameras off. There is an application called Poll Chief, which is used by a number of different counties in the United States. So, uh, Alachua, Florida, uh, Alameda, California, Allen, Indiana, Brevard, Florida, Detroit, Michigan, Contra Costa, California, Douglas County, uh, excuse me, Douglas, Colorado, Fairfax, Virginia, uh, Hillsboro, Florida, Johnson, Kansas, Leon, Florida, Loudoun, Virginia, uh, Los Angeles, California, the entire state of Montana, Prince Williams, Virginia, St. Charles, Missouri, Travis, Texas, Washington, D.C. Each of these counties, cities, and states uses poll chief to sign people up to become poll workers. Uh, And when you do that, you have to enter in all of this personal identifying information. Your name, your social security number, your date of birth, your driver's license number, your home address. So all of this information was uh, contained on this website that they traced back to having physically resided on a server in China. But what's really distressing about it is that it was unsecured and it meant that anybody who had the password could go in, they could read all of the information, but they could also rewrite that information. Uh, And because it's in China, we know that the Chinese Communist Party has a the ability and the actual interest in every single company that is in the private sector in China. So I, I have an article right here 
uh, because we've talked about this a number of times, but I want to back it up because if I'm saying that, you know, this company has the connection to China, I want to say I want to be able to prove this. Uh, so this was an article from The Guardian in 2019, how the state runs business in China. Much of China's epic growth was driven by private enterprise, but under Xi Jinping, the Communist Party has returned to being the ultimate authority in business as well as politics, okay? So when you have a company in China, the Chinese CCP has an ownership interest in it and they have access to all that data. This is what happened with TikTok and why President Trump was trying to ban it because all of those all of those servers uh, they reside in China. That means the CCP has access to all that private data. Well, this is what happened with the Pole Shield uh, data. The Chinese Communist Party could have access to all of it. They would have access to all of it, and anybody. Uh, even if they're not connected to the Chinese government, if they have the password, they can get in there and look at this data and manipulate it. Well, uh, it was run on a back-end program called Mongo Database. There's different database programs that you can use when you're running a website. In Mongo, uh, if you when you get the software, uh, like the admin and the password for the main admin, it's just password, okay? And if you don't remove that, if you don't change that, then anybody who knows that can gain access to it. So not only do you have the Chinese government with the ability to get in there and see all this data, you also have anybody at all that wants to get it, any bad actors in any way. But the information contained in there for PolShield wasn't just all that personally identifying information for every single person who ever signed up. It also had the names of all of their children. So this to me sounded like a map that could be used to influence people working in elections in any of these counties, cities, or states across the nation. They could easily have their children or their families uh, threatened. Uh, They could have their personal identifying information used uh, to influence or blackmail them to do whatever the uh, malign interests would be. And in this case, you know, we're going to speculate that it's the Chinese Communist Party and the country of China. The information contained in the PolShield database also included blueprints of every single precinct as well as access points within those blueprints and schematics. So if you have uh, a Wi-Fi networking point, uh, if you have a, uh, a device that connects to the internet, like a thermostat or a computer or a copy machine or a count machine, uh, a voting machine, everything is registered in the blueprints. Now, to me, that sounds like they are mapping out the easiest way to hack into these precincts and these count rooms all over America. Again, giving them a very deep level of control over this. This is what Greg and Catherine saw. They were very upset uh, because it's a national security issue. So they took it to the FBI. Uh, They attempted to address it. Long story short, at the end of the day, the FBI flipped the script and tried to come after them and uh, claimed that they were hacking into these servers and that they stole this information. But that's not what happened. There are some good people at the FBI and there are some bad people at the FBI. And the bad people at the FBI are trying to put Greg and Catherine in prison. They're not out of the woods yet. uh, And this is the gist of what we spoke about 
in the second half of the pit that wasn't broadcast. Now, myself, a bunch of my friends and we, the media, uh, many other people out there who were at the pit, we are all going to put out much more detailed reports in the days to come. We're going to dig into individual aspects of this. Uh, so you may see videos coming out from, you know, Hundreds of people, all of these people that were there, you're going to see articles about this. Uh, you're going to see just a ton of data. This is one of the most important things that I can possibly imagine. And as Greg said, this is 10 times bigger than 2,000 mules because it's not just uh, malign actors working at nonprofit organizations here in the United States. It is the Chinese Communist Party. It is the government of China uh, working of their own to have influence in our elections, but they also are running an influence operation through their own social justice and racial justice organizations, which are then having a, another connection to these 501c3s, the American companies here in the United States. This is broad. It's vast. It is a huge problem, and it may not seem all that revelational to you, but for the implications of what's happening here in America, it is massive. It is huge. And it deserves a lot of attention. Uh, and I'm hoping that in the days to come, I'm going to be able to bring you guys a lot more info, a lot more details, and a lot more evidence. Tomorrow, Catherine is supposed to be sending me a huge stack of documents and, and a bunch of information that I can bring you guys. Just one more thing uh, before I go. So... Someone sent me an email in the midst of the stream of the of the pit. Uh, they were upset that uh, we broke for lunch. They were upset that uh, it didn't continue and that there was this section at the end that wasn't broadcast live. I hope that you understand now that I've told you about it why Greg and, and Catherine wanted to tell us first so that we could then roll it out in our own ways. It wasn't only to protect the information, it was to protect Greg and Catherine because they are truly in danger right now. But please understand that uh, all of us had been up essentially since five in the morning in order to drive uh, about an hour away from where all wherever we were staying uh, to a secret location. There was a lot of security built around this. And I still think that there were people who infiltrated the event. Uh, this is something that the deep state and the government wants to keep quiet and they want to stop from coming out. Um, you know, we had to break for lunch and RSBN wasn't going to stream all of us milling around. Not every single person that was there was comfortable with having the world know that they were there. There were people who showed up who were still anonymous uh, who did not want everybody in their private life knowing that they were participating in this event. Because it's not just Greg and Catherine that are under attack. Uh, it's just people like me that are under attack. Uh, can you imagine somebody who isn't a public persona coming to this event so that they can get the information and disseminate it to their audience or to an audience in another way, and then suddenly Media Matters figures out they were there and they write a hit piece and they get them fired from their day job. Uh, and that's, you know, because you wanted to see them eating lunch and you wanted to see this information before at the same time that we saw it it's just not reasonable and i understand that people were frustrated but i think that we have to respect that greg and Catherine wanted to do it in a certain way 
Also, Greg and Catherine never said that they were going to uh, save America on their own. Uh, I don't think that anybody out there that you're watching uh, on podcasts and stuff is trying to say that to you either. Hopefully people are saying what I'm saying, that we're going to do it together. But you should not be expecting that any one person or group is going to come in, swoop in and save the day and hand you back the America that you believe should be in existence. We're at war. This is most likely a multi-generational war. We're not the first ones to be fighting it. And I don't think we're going to be the last ones to be fighting it. But I'm really hoping that we're on the tail end of it here. And again, the only way that we're going to be successful is is if each and every one of us uh, hitches our pants up, ties our own shoes, and gets out there, boots on the ground, and actively takes part in this. You know, if if it was uh, me presenting this information, maybe I would have done it a different way. Maybe you would have done it a different way. But it wasn't you who discovered this information, and it certainly wasn't you that were being threatened by the FBI uh, and the Chinese Communist Party. This is a dangerous game for every single one of us. And for each and every person who devotes their life to doing this work and to trying to save America... Uh, I think that we have to give each and every one of us a little bit of leeway uh, to try to figure out the best way to do that, balancing your life, your career, and uh, the future of this nation. So please keep that in mind uh, when you're out there and and uh, and, and hoping to get this information uh, and have it rolled out to you. Uh, people think that time is running out. Uh, time is of the essence, okay? But America has survived for centuries. It was here long before each and every one of us, and I believe that it will continue to remain even after we're gone. Uh, Hopefully, we see a world that uh, we feel good about. Uh, Hopefully, our country doesn't fall to a foreign influence and foreign power. Um, But uh, I don't think anybody knows the future. And I think that the best way we can get there uh, is by participating in this work together. I'm going to end it right there. Uh, but suffice to say, I feel that the weekend was a success. Uh, we are bridging the gap, creating our own independent intelligence collective between diggers, researchers, anons, and independent journalists, and our local constitutional sheriffs, as well as the just normal, average, everyday American out there. This is something that every single one of us needs to have a part in. We need to be actively engaged in saving our nation because that's the only way we're going to beat these people is by taking over their game. All right. I want to thank everyone for being here. Thank you for your patience this week. I will be driving back home over the course of the next two days. On Thursday, the 18th, I have a couple of interviews scheduled with uh, we're going to do a roundtable of local America First candidates that are running down in Florida in my home state. Of course, I will continue to uh, publish updates from the road. I want to thank everyone for being here. As always, this has been Red Pill 78. My name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector, and this was another edition of Red Pill News. Good luck, everyone, and God bless.